morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us again on Abyss News. Today, our topic will be about gender discrimination. We will talk about what gender discrimination is, why people still do it, why did it happen, and how long has it been happening. Now, my colleague Anna will tell you what gender discrimination is. Hello, guys. My name is Anna, and I will be talking about what gender discrimination is. Gender discrimination is the discrimination of gender. Discrimination means unequal or unfair treatment of someone or something. People treat other people unfairly or unequally based on their gender. There are more than two genders, but the main ones are male and female. Gender discrimination mainly affects females. One type of gender inequality was the females work longer than males but get less paid. Another type of gender inequality was that females couldn't vote for an election, but men could, or males. This happened everywhere, but now gender discrimination is not common. Hola, my name is Paulina, and today we will look at why gender discrimination still exists. Sometimes, people might want to prove that their gender is more special. It could be jealousy, stubbornness, or maybe someone just doesn't want either gender to be more special. Gender discrimination can be really unfair sometimes because both of the genders use it to their advantage. Boys and girls have the right to play with each other and not leave a perspective of love. We also do it without noticing. Have you ever played with your friend and your brother or sister comes in and you say, you can't play with us because this is a girls, boys only party. That's gender discrimination. Next off, we have Johnson. Hello, my name's Johnson. I will tell you why did gender discrimination happen. Gender discrimination happens when people think their gender is more important and better than someone else's. They also could possibly try to show off that their gender has more importance or make them feel bad about themselves by possibly saying girls are weak. That would make them feel heartbroken about themselves and their gender. So because either way, genders think they are better, stronger, smarter, and just much more amazing. They bully and act unfairly to each other other and that is why gender discrimination happens and that is why it always happened. Hi, my name's Lucas. I'll talk about how long gender discrimination has been happening. Gender inequality has been the happening war. for a very long time. People were being treated unfairly because of their gender since the ancient Egyptians and longer. But I think it's safe to say that it isn't as bad now as it was before. I'd say it all kicked off in 1848 in the United States. A conference was called to try and get both women and men equal voting rights. I think this was one of the first main events that raised awareness of gender inequality. Since then, there has been an increasing number of people trying to make things fair. But even today, things aren't all perfect. But people are being warned about gender inequality more and more. So I don't think it's going to be unfair for very long. Some of the worst places for gender discrimination include India, Oman, Egypt, Qatar and Morocco. So this is our opinion. We think this is very bad and unfair. People should stop making fun of other genders and stop acting unfairly and make them look like they are dumb. So please, if you discriminate against someone because of their gender, stop it. It is extremely unfair, mean, and you can't judge them because of their gender. So please stop gender discrimination. That was it for Abyss News. We hope you have enjoyed and learned something new about gender discrimination. See you on our fourth podcast. Bye. Adios. See you later. See ya.
Hello and welcome to our podcast today. Today's podcast is about overpopulation. We will explain the struggles and reasons behind this so that we can explain how to make a change. Wow, so much fun. Mom, do we have more chips? So what's overpopulation and how does that affect us? I do not understand. Well, that is what we are going to answer right now. Maria, may you explain? No problem. Overpopulation is basically when there are a huge amount of people in an area or anywhere, and this may cause a country to not have enough variety of something like water or food. Oh, okay. Now I understand. But can you give some examples of countries that have overpopulation? Well, I know that India and Africa are some over-high populated areas as they have less variety and when when a country is overpopulated, some people may be poorer because of this problem. Mmm, these chips make me knowledgeable. Wait a second, but how do those countries manage if they are overpopulated? I thought they did not have much population. Well, I had the same question, but I thought the variety of stuff that people got was equal. Well, in fact, some countries can manage decently with overpopulation because some companies and manufacturers produce in their countries. Other hand, some struggle. So how and can we resolve this? Yes, how do we? By eating chips? No, not at all, Iris. Anyway, we can resolve this by donating to charities that can help people who cannot access jobs or food. And also, we could reuse products to make them new equipment or items out of them. Wow, where has the time gone? I don't know. Well, we, we have to go. So, thanks for having us. Bye. 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 Hello and welcome to our third podcast about how to get and take care of a pet. If you want to get a pet, you first have to find out which pet you want. You should research about this and decide what pet would fit your lifestyle the best. For example, if you do not have much time to take care of it, then you should get a pet that takes less effort. You should also research about what species of the pet to get. There is a big difference between a husky and a golden retriever, for example. Once you know what pet you want to, you need to find out things like feeding habits, when they sleep, what you need to train them, etc. Next, you have to look at how much one of these animals will cost, including food, toys, etc. And then find a good breeder, or if you want, you can uh, adopt from an animal shelter. Once you buy all these things, then you are ready to take care of a pet. You should remember to care for the animal, like letting it outside, and spend time with it and give them attention. You don't want them to be a decoration. 
You also have to remember to do things like take them to the vet when they are sick and give them haircuts and grooms. The next section will be about specific facts about different pets. Chocolate is poisonous to dogs, cats and birds. You should clean hamster and gerbil cages at least once a month. Fish are social creatures, so it is great to get them friends. Rabbits blink when they are happy. Dogs are very colorblind. One human year is the same as 15 cat years. It takes a while for dogs to do potty because they look around for potential threats trying to attack it. Sometimes night cats go into gangs. You need to look at your dog's poop because it could be that he has an illness. When you want to get a fish or more fish, you need to look look at the if, if the aquarium is appropriate for its lifestyle, not that it's too f small for them, for example. You don't need to take care of fish so much because you will only need to clean the aquarium once in a while and fish only need very little food, but please still feed them. Now we will talk about traveling. If you go on a car trip, you could bring your cat or dog along in a cage. If you go via plane, then you bring them to a cat-slash-dog hotel where they get treated well. But if you have a different pet, then you can just ask your grandparents or any family member to take care of it when you are gone. All in all, te pets take a lot of effort, and you should know how to properly take care of them. I hope you enjoyed our third podcast about how to take care of a pet. Bye! Hello and good morning everybody, I'm Mitzi, your host for today. We'll be talking about ancient Greece. Joining us here will be Robert, Emily, and Alex. Hello, I'm one of the guests today. Hello, I'm Robert, and I'm ready to tell you some facts about ancient Greece. Hi, I'm Emily, and I love ancient Greece. There's just so much to dig in about the history of Greece, their beliefs, and its culture. Well, in that case, let's dive right into it. Emily, what's something that you can tell about ancient Greece? Maybe a maybe their culture, a fact or two. They they have an open fire called a hearth, which they would burn half of their meal in in sacrifice for all twelve gods. That includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Cool. In ancient Greece, were males and females treated differently? If yes, why did they believe for different genders to have other rights from one another? Women in the past had very few rights, and they were only allowed to stay in the house and work for men. But categories of women that are not as well documented as others are including professional women who worked uh, in shops and prostitutes and curtains. Finally, after fighting for a very long time, a lot of women, very exceptional, forced the limitation of Greek societies and gave a very high status as poets and more. Okay, interesting. Well, the children go to school. Do you know what age they started attending school? So, in ancient Greek, usually only the boys were going to school, and sometimes girls in wealthier families would also go to school. They would start going to primary school from age 3 or 4. Unfortunately, they couldn't find any information about how many days in a week they would go on school. Interesting, Robert. But Alex, in ancient Greece, 
Were pets concerned to normally be owned by the wealthy or rather by the poor? Which pets did either have? Dogs were very often owned by hunters because of their loyalties and hunting instincts. It was one of the most common for the poor to own the dogs. Greeks were also fond of the breed called the Celting Vertigus. This breed seems to be an ancestor of the modern Greyhound. We know that Greyhounds are one of, of the oldest dog breeds. They are beloved by the Greeks due to their speed and leanness. You might be surprised that also apes were very common petting breeds. Keeping apes and monkeys as pets was common for the rich, but the lower class had dogs and monkeys. Other house pets which were small like mouses were also known, but they had a big variety of animals, but these were the most famous of all, including peacocks. Wow, that was amazing. Hey, Emmeline, what's the god most of the ancient Greek population believed in? Uh, the, the Greek population believed that Zeus, Lord of Sky, and Poseidon, Lord of the Sea, were the most powerful out of all 12 Olympians. However, they forgot Hades, Lord of the Underworld. Go. Did you know Poseidon could also create earthquakes because the sea wrapped around the world? That's interesting. Now, something regarding modern Greece. When visiting Greece, what places can a tourist visit that had been there 100 years before them? For example, you can visit the Acropolis of Athens. It is one of the places that represents Athens in Greece. You can also visit the museum based in Athens, which is not 100 years old, but it's still a cool um, thing to visit. That's not all. There are so many more places to visit, but we're going to stick with those two. Guys, that's enough for now. Thanks for sharing all this information with us. No problem. Have a nice day, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll, I'll see you on the next post podcast. See you next time. Bye. Welcome to our third podcast. Today we are talking about public transportation. These are our guests, Lawrence, Murai, Bazal, and Adam. Facts about trams. A tram is up to 72 meters long. The first tram was built in 1885 in Blackpool, England. There are more than 200 European cities which have active tram lines. Currently, 36,000 trams are in action driving from one stop to the other on the whole globe. The most trams in action are currently in Paraguay. What type of public transportations there are? Trams, buses, trains and metro. Why is it important? Public transportation is good because it helps people with mobility and access to have work, community resources and helps communities across each country to come together. Another cool fact about buses. A bus is a big part of public transportation because it is a road vehicle made to carry more passengers than cars or even vans. Buses often have a passenger capacity of 30 to 100 seats. That's a lot. Safety. When you are on a public transport, make sure never to talk to strangers, people you don't know. If you get into this situation, God knows what will happen. On a public transport, there are safety rules. 
for example, no shouting, no running, etc., etc. Going on a public transport can sometimes be terrifying, depending on you. When you are on a bus, tram, or train, usually there's a red hammer hanging on each window. This is only used for emergencies, for fires, for crashes. Warning, never use this hammer for any other use. Acts of kindness. Give the seats to other passengers that need them more than you do. You should have a ticket because otherwise you will get kicked out of the tram or bus. You can get the ticket as a student as in school or you can get it at the first of your grade. If you want to buy a ticket for one day, you can get it near the tram station or near the bus station. You have you have to go to the machine and pay for like a kid two euros and fifty cents and teen three euros and thirty cents. Anyways, make sure you get a ticket. Thank you for listening. Bye.